When you think you're fancy but you're not, go and listen to Flopshot. Welcome to Flopshot. I have a special guest today. We have a fancy studio. We went a little overboard on this because Zach was coming into town. He drove all the way from Twin Falls, Idaho, just to be here. Came straight from Vegas, hops in the car, comes to Boise, Idaho from Twin Falls. That's like a two-hour drive. Yeah, six turns, so it's uh, it's intense, but pretty straight shot. So happy so, to be here, though. For anybody who doesn't know, this is Zach Abels, a.k.a. What are, your, what are your AKAs? I don't, I don't Do you have any nicknames? No, I really don't. I'm the guy who gives everyone the nicknames. So everybody in our crew, I give them the nicknames. Okay, I'll give yeah. you I'll give you a nickname. Uh, Zackables. <laughs> there we go. Kind of like Snackables because yeah. we, we did go into the snacks section and you were in heaven. Yes, I'm going back. I did take video of it. I'll, maybe I'll put the video yeah. overlay on this. I, I will be going back. But, sure. yeah, I was I was pretty excited when I saw – well, in our Top Golf. I don't even know what these are called. Are these mugs? It's it's a golf bag mug. Yeah, it's a it's a bag mug. It's a it's a bug. Bjorn was saying that it even lights up too. I have that I, feature as well. Should I keep it lit? We've got it on this little agate Whoa. coaster. What is this? I don't know what these are. Amethyst. I was told. Amethyst you. coasters. It's lit. Zach's is probably going to give somebody a seizure. So, sorry if you're getting a seizure from watching that. I feel like I'm at a Knights game. It does kind of, I've got yeah. the jersey. I got the puck. I like that there's the, three settings to it as well. I'm good with that. I didn't even realize that that was an option. That's pretty cool. It's going to be hard to tell you guys no in the future when you bring out all these snacks and all these fancy mugs. Yeah, I mean, we did, we did it up nice for you. It's episode 13, lucky number 13. Appreciate so, that. Um, when I found out that Zach was going to be on the podcast, I was like, we got we to gotta take this to the next level. We got to get out of my buddy's basement yeah. and into a real studio. And here we are. I'm impressed. So you don't, you don't want any other AKAs? No, I, I like to keep things super simple. So if I had any other AKAs, I would forget them. And I just don't know if I'd be able to. Z in high school. Z, AKA Z. Pretty simple. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Troy. Yeah. What your other AKs are. He'll tell you prickly pear. Prickly pear. Yeah. What's that from? Uh, an afternoon of indulging in libations, and I drank a prickly pear, and every once in a while he throws prickly pear at me. I love the way you articulate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you tell somebody like, hey, we were just out boozing in the middle of the day, <laughs> it sounds awful. No. And that's not really what we were doing. We were just having a few. Yours and so was, it was way better. Yeah. The way you said it was way better. Yeah. Um, we, we're talking about Troy Merritt, yeah. by the way. PGA Tour professional. Yeah. Friend of Zach. Yeah. I just followed him at Waste Management. He was in the same group as my buddy Steven Yeager and his caddy Waldo, mm-hmm. Brett Waldman. Um, and so it was nice because then I got to cheer for the hometown boy and Steven. Yeah. And uh, it was just, have you been to Waste Management? It's been a long time. Oof. Uh, I was down How long? There. How long has it been? Oh, nine. I try and avoid Waste Management. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I get, uh, I get the opportunity to go. But it, it's a lot of a golf tournament. I mean, it's, well, we went it's down, a party. Yeah, we went down the, the Sunday leading into it because mm-hmm. I played in the PGA Memes one. Played in the Mall Bond tournament the next day. Um, then just went and played at some other course in Phoenix. And then Thursday was the tournament. And then Friday. And then it was Super Bowl. But so there was like some, there was a bunch of parties. Top Golf threw, on, threw some really good parties. There was another party, though, that I had to skip because I was starting to get sick. I was yeah. going on like 20 hours sleep for like the entire week. And I can't do that. No. I'm like a toddler when I don't have sleep. I'll start crying. We're getting old. I will cry. I did. I did actually cry in front of a grown man. Cried a few times, actually. It's been a long time since I've cried. Um, but um, Kyle Porter, yeah. he's the CBS golf guy. Yep. So he was the guy who kind of blew this whole Lego thing up for me because he was the first guy to write about it that was here in the states. There, there'd been some attention from like the UK and like just golf magazine type things across the water but Kyle was like the first one and then he encouraged me to make more and I was like I'm on to something here when I did the Graham Dillette one he was he was the one who did a write-up of that 
And then I'd never met him before. And I don't know how I manifested this, but yeah. like we're at waste management and I'm walking by 16 and I see all these guys doing their power walk, you know, and they look all fancy. And Kyle was one of them. It was probably like the no laying up guys. I think Rick Gaiman was probably there. Um, but they're just like going somewhere with a purpose. And I turn around and I'm like, that was, that's Kyle Porter. And so I was like, Kyle, like I yelled it. Yeah, and yeah. he looked, turns around, looks at me and flip flops and looking homeless. And he's probably like, <laughs> this is some <laughs> hammered dude that, yeah. that I don't want to talk to. <laughs> and so I went up to him and I introduced myself. And then I was like, Hey, I just, I just wanted to shake your hand yeah. and wanted to tell you that that changed my life. And I started, and I like teared up and I was like, okay, I got to go. Yeah. And he, I'm sure he was just like, that was weird. Nah, that's genuine though. It was, it yeah. was cool. It was yeah. a cool moment, but like, that wasn't what I expected. Sure. sure. So it was, it was kind of like, uh, sorry, Kyle. That's cool though. Unscripted. I mean, it's genuine. Like people appreciate that though, for sure. Yeah. But I didn't appreciate it because <laughs> you got to be tough. Yeah. I mean, when you're I've, building Legos, it's the toughest, <laughs> only the tough survive. Right. I mean, I used to build Legos when I was a kid, but nothing, nothing like that. I mean, I had the whole script and I could still screw it up. So I think it's because my dad was like a cattle rancher mm -hmm. and like, he just wanted me to be tough. He like, I like rode in the Calgary stampede yep. when I was like five years old, I was a mutton buster. <laughs> and so I think just my whole life, I've been trying to put on this persona that I'm not. Cause I like growing up, I was like 125 pounds soaking wet. Right. Like I was not a tough guy, but I acted tough <laughs> and I, and we got into some scraps yeah. and like, if you talk to anybody that that I grew up with, they'll tell you don't mess with him because he's got the crazy eye and like. But that's a Canadian thing. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. But at at this point, though, like as a forty four year old man, I'm like I gotta let that go because it's not a good energy. It doesn't serve me. I don't think it vibes with golf or Legos. No, I'm not a tough guy. It'd be cool if the, if you could like fight in golf. I like if there that. was hockey fights in golf, yeah. like when they get like mad at each other, like Bryson versus uh, Kepka would yeah. be a good match. Like if they just let him. Drop the, skip a hole. drop the glove yeah. and then s slap each other with it or something. Maybe just okay. do one of those little slap things with a golf glove. Uh, Maybe that could be the new golf fighting. I'm for it. I mean, it could be a sport. Solve a lot of problems. Perceived problems. I really don't think there's problems in golf. I, I don't think that they try and hype stuff up. But Yeah, well, this year was kind of weird, too. Well, I, was, the, I was with Brooks right after he played the day that he played Kepka, or obviously Kepka, uh, the Bryson. day that he played Bryson in the match. Uh -huh. So in a, Vegas? a company that I help out with did the the Duke Gonzaga game, and so oh, okay. I was working the game, and I was in the in the locker room with with Brooks in yeah. Duke's locker room, and he just played it off. It was almost like he was happy it was done, the match right. was done. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he made an absolute killing grip of money and just yeah. called it a day, and he just totally played it off like big deal. He was there with his dad, he was there with Chase, his brother, and. Yeah, he was totally cool. And hmm. I mean, this is a couple of years. Obviously, everything's changed now, but they're together on the Lib series and doing their thing and whatever. Well, I want to know more about a young Zach Abels <laughs> and, uh, and how you got to where you are. You are yeah. now the – I don't even know what your title is at Canyon. I struggle with that too. What is it? I think we're, we're going to settle with head golf professional. At Canyon Springs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it Canyon Springs Golf Course or is it just Canyon Springs? Canyon Springs Golf Course, the Canyon, Canyon Springs. The Canyon yeah. is what they call it? Well, we're trying to kind of do some branding things, so we'll, I like to run with the Canyon. I think it sounds mysterious. One so. of the coolest courses that I've ever played. I appreciate um, that. It really is. Like, it's not – it's super my vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not fancy, but you feel fancy when you're there. You're, like, sure. tucked into the Canyon, and it's, if, if you've never been to Twin Falls – there's like this iconic bridge and you can see the bridge. The whole setup is just amazing. We we went down there, um, Bjorn and I went down and played in your tournament yeah. that you yeah, do. That. The What's it called? Magic Valley? Yeah, MV Junior Golf Foundation. So that's kind of where we're at now. Um, back when I was a kid, none of that stuff existed. So uh, playing at Canyon, I grew up down there. It was the first golf course I ever played, and now I'm the head professional there. How so did you get into it? Normal. Like, what? Yeah, you, you're good buddies with Troy Merritt because yeah. you guys grew up playing together because yep. he was in Burley, right? Yep. Yeah. So when I started playing, I had no clue what I was doing. My mom signed me up for for tournaments through the Idaho Golf Association, and he played three holes. He got a hot dog when you were done, and I was so bad that I'd literally whiff it ten times. You'd go drop your ball on the right. green. I was the farthest thing from a, a natural possible. Uh, I was much more into baseball, and that was my intro to golf, was 
playing in these three-hole tournaments, and there was actually a, a girl that we played with every week, and she beat the socks off of me. So, I mean, that was kind of my first goal was to beat, <laughs> beat the, the girl, the one girl, Sam. She was she was a good player, in fairness, and uh, she played some college golf and comes from a good family in the area. But mm-hmm. that was probably my first goal was to to beat a girl when I was like seven or eight years old. That's a good and goal. so um, now it's it's changed a little bit, but yeah, I mean, as I got more into it. Uh, my stepdad got into the picture, and I probably don't give him enough credit, but he helped me out a ton. And and probably my first goal, I was 13, he told me if I was a single-digit handicap, he'd take me to Pebble Beach. And so Pebble Beach was still the rage back then. And yeah, it's still iconic. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got to where I just practiced all the time, and, and I got to play Pebble the uh, – the week after the U.S. Open in 2000. Really? So that was that was a big deal for me. I mean, that was. That and was how huge. old were you? Thirteen. I've never played pebble. Yeah, it's it's a treat. I yeah, I need to go play. I I might go play it this year. Yeah. Um, I've got a friend who might be able to set it up. But um, that's pretty cool that you had that goal and you're like, I'm gonna go play pebble. And then you accomplished it. Yeah. No, and it's it's. Obviously, my goals have changed a little bit, and they're they're more centered towards business and towards uh, other people getting to to their accomplishments through cheat through teaching and uh, and coaching. You know everything that we do, but um, I look back on that and go, that was probably what really cemented me being in golf moving forward was was getting the opportunity to uh, kind of earn my way to Pebble and and do it, and yeah, been a been a few other places since, so it's been good. I've played in many golf tournaments, but that one was probably one of the ones that I have the most fond memories of because we had a really good group. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) Tell the people about the group that you put. So it was me and Bjorn, and then you matched us up. You talk about it. Yeah, so Paul Holbrook's been one of my biggest supporters, Just, just a friend. I mean, the true definition of a friend. And then Coffee Boss, uh, who's now the Fire Boss, who then probably will wind up selling something else by the time we're done with this podcast. But yeah, he owned a bunch of coffee uh, shops, yeah. and then now he owns fireplace places. And Just and Paul owns what's the man. Funko? What's it called? Yeah, Paul was involved with Funko, and now he's doing. Is he the owner of it, or is he like? I don't ask questions. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I've uh, I've done some things with Paul and, and been in some rooms with Paul and you just you know that you're with Paul and so you just roll with it but he's he's got a lot of irons in the fire and probably the most self-driven human I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he is he's just good energy. I mean, that's the best it way. Really to it really was. Well, we had like probably 10 junior golfers yeah. following our group and then we started we started doing like little <laughs> incentives for them where it's like hey if you whoever gets closest to the pin wins a hundred bucks and these kids are just like this is amazing and and so um, money's just flowing to these kids and like all of it supports these kids like the whole entire thing like the auction that you did but by the end of it these kids are jumping into the pond swimming across the pond for like a hundred dollars and everyone's just like can I do it can I do it and I was just like, these parents are probably going to see these videos <laughs> and be like, what is Zach doing there? So I was like, well, we don't want to make Zach look bad because this is really fun. And these, the kids were just awesome. And like when, when, they, when they started having incentives to, I mean, I can't imagine if I was a 12, 13-year-old kid and somebody's like, hey, 100 bucks if you jump in the pond and swim across like i would have done it for free i, was say, I would have done it as a dare is probably the the starting 100 bucks is but i mean it's different now 100 bucks i never saw a 100 dollar bill when i was a kid no so, I mean, me now neither it's a different uh that's the one day where we really kind of let them loose i wouldn't it's definitely not a typical day at canyon but uh yeah the tournament's important it's huge uh it's grown a ton you know everything that we talk about today is obviously going to circle back to troy as it should but he uh one of the first supporters of the event and jumped on board with it and the logo's on his staff bag now, so we're out on on tour with Troy every week, and the support that he's given it is incredible. It was just instant. It, it you know, it gave it credibility mm-hmm. from the get go. So anybody that was really trying to jump on board was it's oh Troy's involved. So 
boom. I mean, there's there you go. So he's played in six of the eight. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. Last year he missed it for the for the playoffs, yeah. which is somewhat understandable. Yeah, that's understandable. He's uh, he's missed it for the PGA Championship. Those were the two times. Yeah, but he can get a pass on both of yeah. those. Yeah, no, I mean the the boys come down. His two boys who are I, I call them my spirit animals. Um, I've seen them like play. Animals. Those kids can play. Yeah, they can play. I caddy for Dodge a little bit. Um, so I've caddied for two of the three playing merits. Um, you try and caddy for for Court, his wife, and. It just you just walk right off the tee, and then she's pretty good second shot in. But <laughs> you've done a lot of caddying though. Like, I've didn't done you a fair caddy amount, yeah. for Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah. Who yep. else have you caddied for? Uh, mainly, mainly Griff and uh, and Troy. How Those do you know? How guys. do you know Griffey? All through Nike. Uh, Nike's probably the most important relationship I've had since I've turned professional, and it was on a whim. My story of turning professional was wild. I was I was actually in the desert. That was down in Phoenix uh, working at a club and I was working at Blue Lakes at the time and and I fully expected to go back to school get my master's in psychology I always knew I was going to do something that helped with with youth that right. was something that I was always into and I got a call from my boss at the time and he had signed me up for the PAT the player ability test which is the first part of becoming a, a pro and I'm mean, differentiating between the PGA of America and the PGA tour okay you know, so we're we're the ones that work at the facilities that are providing golf. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones that are that are playing golf. So I, I never went out and, and chased it, tried to play at that level. Um, and so he told me I was turning pro. I said, cool. And I went and I, I took my, my PAT. And actually, my caddy is now Maverick McNeely's caddy. So I'd like oh, to really? think that I got him started. You know, I, I gave him his jump start to yeah. get out with Maverick. I now, mean, I would, I would claim <laughs> that would be my claim to fame, too. Uh, no, so I, I passed my PAT and I came home and I still thought that I was probably going to go back to school. And my boss said, no, he said, you're turning pro. And I won the first couple of pro-ams I played in. And I won the assistance in the uh, Rocky Mountain section. And Like what kind of scores do you have to do. shoot to win those things? Oh man, I I think I shot 67 at Jeez. Clear Lake, and then I shot. Where's a, Clear Lake? Is that Clear in Buell? Buell? Yeah. Okay. And I, I haven't played that yet. I want to play there. Oh, it's it's great. I've I played. Heard, it, I've heard it's great. Ton of golf there growing up. So it was for having my first you know quote professional event. And you're playing with three amateurs that you know. I mean, this is not the PGA Tour. You know, right. so let's let's push that aside. But it's a pretty comfortable environment. So it's yeah. a facility you've played a hundred times with three people that you know, and you're a quote professional and. I had my name on my bag, so it was, you know, I had a Nike bag and a set of irons and a, and a driver, and I doubt I wore Nike clothes because at that time my closet looked a little bit different. I was just coming out of college and <laughs> now, wore, now wore Adidas you're in way college. Fancier now. You're way, now you're playing like the Grove course <laughs> yeah. with Jordan. And <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a few more swooshes. You've had a come up. Yeah. You've, you've had a little bit of a glow up. I'm, I'm super fortunate, um, dare I say, blessed to, to have the opportunities that I've had and but that's what golf's all about. I mean, golf is, if you put into it and, and you give the game the respect that it deserves, I mean, look at look at you. You, you get to go to more fun places than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do get to go to a lot of fun. That's, that's one of the things I love about you, though, is you do get to go to do a lot of cool things, and you're so humble about it, and you're not, like, flexing all the time, like, oh, I get to do that. You need, like, a hype man to hype no. you up. And I feel the same way, too. Like, sometimes I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's it's cool stories, but like I don't really want to talk about myself all the yeah. time. No, I I I do this with you because I I appreciate you, I respect you, but this is this is not my cup of tea. But for me, it's it's so much more important to share it. We were just talking about you know I was in Vegas last weekend with my mom going to Adele, take my mom to. You know, whatever whatever her big thing is, she yeah. loves the Warriors, yeah. so it's super important. Like, we got to get to Warrior Games. Mm -hmm. I got her a, a clay signed jersey, um, things like that. That, to me, is more important, like being able to share those types of things and being able to share those types of experiences. And I probably take it for granted a little bit myself, you know, because I, I, I do. You're right. I, I do get to do some fantastic things, and I have to kind of sit back a little bit and go, man. But for me, I got to make sure that my boys are getting to do this stuff. The people that are important that, that are always with you, that's that's the coolest part of me being able to experience some of this stuff is doing it with them. Well, and th yeah, no, that's another thing that I love about you is you're a giver. And that's like that's why I vibe with you so much, because I'm the same way. Like that's like my love language is to yeah. see other people having those experiences. Even when we were at Waste Management, um, 
we ended up getting behind the ropes on 16 where we just kind of walk in. Like none of us had credentials, but like all of my friends, I really just wanted to get Chase in there because he didn't get to go last year because his girlfriend's grandma died and he had to leave. And my buddy Rob and I got behind the ropes and it was really cool. Like just kind of seeing Rob's face as he goes in. I didn't really care as much. Like it's cool. You get goosebumps when you walk in through the player's tunnel. But like this time again, it was like, a bunch of friends that are with me. But then as soon as you do that, then everybody wants you to take them. And you're yeah. like, I can't give that much. No. Like, I don't, I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, I'm going to get all of my friends in. So, like, you have to kind of be – you have to kind of dial it down a little yeah. bit. But that's, that's the other thing, too, is, like, even with your – even with the Junior Golf Association, like, did you start that? Yeah. Yeah, my family and I started it. My and it's mom crazy and to see where, like, how it's grown, and yeah. to and the, even the auction where you're like auctioning off like Ken Griffey Jr. like signed cleats and like Tony Finau stuff and Shaquille O'Neal stuff, but like Twin Falls is not like a affluent place. So yeah. so like there's there's a lot of kids that because of that are able to play golf, and golf's an expensive sport. So the fact that you can make it affordable for them, like. Not all of them are like underprivileged, but I'm yep. sure there are a few where it's like they wouldn't otherwise play golf if it wasn't for you. And so I think that's really cool. And to be able to see that, I was just like, this is amazing. I want to be a part of this every single time. Like if I can go to every single one of those, yep. I will. Oh, we'll have you too. But for us, there are definitely kids that, that get scholarshiped into our program. But the big thing is, is it's not like they're wearing a scarlet letter. They're just right. part of the program. Yeah. You know, so we've been fortunate enough. We've had kids that have participated in the program that have down syndrome and mm-hmm. they fit right in. Yeah. My mom caddied for, for one of my best friends, kids in a high school tournament, which is not allowed, but we just flat said, Hey, it's a Canyon. It's <laughs> yeah. our rules. And so yeah. she's out and she went out, Abby, who I always call her my best friend, Abby. She went out and was, was beating these girls that play. I mean, Abby plays once a year, maybe really? got this junior set. Kaylin's out caddying for her and it, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I probably don't give that experience as much credit because I was very far away. Yeah. Okay, Lynn's taking the reins and she's she's caddying for for Abby in a high school tournament, you know, and it looked just normal. And and to me, that's one of the coolest things about golf is that anybody can do it any at any time under the right circumstances and you can bring together all kinds of people. And, yeah. and I've been fortunate enough to be in some spots that I had no business being in and, and you get a seat at the table and, and it's fantastic. Where did you caddy for Ken Griffey Jr.? Was it a Pebble? We did South Carolina. On oh, the, it was South Carolina. On the web. Yeah, we had some plans to do Pebble this year and, and he's had some stuff come up. And Who else was with you? Man, we had a crew there. We had Michael Collins, who does a lot of content for ESPN, America's Cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Anderson, who is the funniest human being I've ever met in That's my That's the guy life. from Blackish? Blackish. He's done a hundred different movies. He is, you don't know if he's actually serious, but he'll just kind of go into these outbreaks and it's hilarious. Um, so that was our core group. Larry Fitzgerald was playing because obviously Larry, Larry Fitzgerald plays in everything. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, Canelo Alvarez was there. Oh, boxer. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. They, they hyped it up big time. I know I'm missing a few people, but that was – our crew was, was Collins, um, Anthony, and they both had their sons caddying for them. Oh, so really? it was really cool. You know, I mean, and, and their sons are kind of getting into golf. And so to be a part of that and, you know, to, to go to the dinners and to go to a couple of the functions and see them in their element with their kid was awesome. It was yeah. super cool. So. Well, and you get in you get in those rooms and you're like, I don't belong here. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like sometimes I feel that way. Like even being in this fancy studio, I'm this like, is nice. These are this real is, plants. This, yeah, I'm like, I don't belong here. This is this is way too fancy for me. But it's I think it is. It's that imposter syndrome where you're like, No, I do belong here. Sure. And this is like, this is what I'm going to do. And sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it. But I don't like being fake. I like being true to myself, and that's that's one of the things I love about you too. Is you're you're not fake. You're like one of the most genuine humans that I know, and like it it is really cool to see. Like even talking with like friends of yours that will tell me things that you don't even know that I know about you. You know, it's just <laughs> let's I'm, not get too deep into that. We won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't get too deep into it. But um, but it is cool. It's cool to watch, and um, like the and it's all through golf. Like 100%. this. If it wasn't for golf, there would be like we wouldn't be friends. No, hundred percent. There's no way. Yeah. There was. There's no way that we ever would have like crossed paths yeah. 
if it wasn't for golf. And um, it was, I, I remember when we first actually like met, I think it was at Eagle Hills, wasn't it? Where we'd first seen each other face to face. Actually, the first time we met was at Canyon. Mark sent you down to do some stuff and said, hey, just go talk to Zach. And then we had a, we had a good little vibe. I think the You Eagle were there, Hills, though? I thought it was, I no, thought it was yeah, somebody else. See, that's was how there. memorable I am. Because I, I think I just told you, hey, go do your thing, and then we'll, we'll chop it up later. I remember this. You had the wife. You had the kids. You had the full caddy bib on. That was the first time? Yeah. But see, that, that's kind of the culture of Canyon is it's pretty low-key, and, and our GM, Brandon, does a really good job of letting us kind of live in our own skin and then I was wearing trap golf stuff. Yep. And you came up and you're like, trap golf. Yep. Wayno. Yep. Because Wayno caddied for Troy for for a long time, didn't he? Yeah, a handful of years. Yeah. yeah. He had some good success. Yeah. And so you're like, that's my guy, yep. Wayno Drano. Um, I just saw him at uh, Waste Management, yep. too. That guy's awesome. But yeah, trap golf. I love trap golf. It's mm-hmm. the same type of vibe 100%. where it's just like making golf accessible to everybody. There's a lot of brands out there that are doing a really good job. I was with the, the Eastside Golf guys. Uh huh. How cool is that stuff? Yeah. You know, I mean, trap, east side, all that stuff to where it's not predominant golf markets. Right. You know, and I'm not getting into the whole, I don't, I don't view people as, as different colors. People are people. Um, but there, it is out there. I yeah, mean, it that's, is. That's not something that you can really skirt around. And some of the opportunities that they're providing is, is fantastic. And, and Wayne takes it to the biggest I mean, he's he's all about it. He really does. I love his accent too. He just yeah. kind of has that like Louisiana accent. Oh, yeah. I could listen to Wayno talk all day. He will too. And it just makes yeah, I know. But it just <laughs> makes me laugh, like because I was just never around that. Like I no. growing up in Canada, yeah. like I was, I, that was never an accent that I really experienced except for on TV. And so to be around it, it just I I don't know something about it is just uh, intoxicating. Where you're just like I could sit and listen to this all day. And maybe that's just me. No, it's. Culture is a real thing. Yeah. I was fortunate. I didn't live a, a typical Twin Fallsian, if that's a word. I might have just created that. That is good. Uh, I like that. My parents were super involved with CSI and the basketball team, so we had basketball players that would live in our house. Oh, really? It's like so, billets? Yeah, and they were always just really, really cool about, you know, me experiencing that. I'd go home with them, you know, so it Sometimes it was Seattle, sometimes it was Brazil, sometimes it was Australia. Yeah, so that's crazy. My parents were huge on get out, see the world, you know, see the U.S., see it, see a lot of things. And, and I think that you talk about these situations that might be uncomfortable, that probably helped more so than anything is that I was just exposed to a different lot of cultures. different stuff. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, no, awesome. I love that. Any, like, and that's what I love to do with travel, too. Like, I like traveling places where I'm like, why would I go there? Like, even when we went down to, to Santiago, mm-hmm. Chile, to do this stuff with Joaquin and Mito, I was like, what? Why am I? Like, when I'm talking to, like, my dad or somebody, he's like, what are you doing? You're yeah. not getting paid to do this? And I'm like, like, this is kind of an opportunity that most people aren't going to get. No. And the fact that my friends are just kind of bringing me along as a translator, even though I don't speak Spanish like I used to, I'm like, I'm just going to go. And the fact that I can fly down there for free helps. Yeah. But like it, it was it was unreal. And I to be able to hang out with those guys was like and play golf with them. I'm like, we're playing with professionals here. Yeah. yeah high level. Canadians aren't supposed to speak Spanish. So, yeah, I, I, okay. I learned I lived in South America for a couple of years yeah. and learned Spanish. You can get a free pass on that. <laughs> but that was like 20 something years ago. And so I when I I went down with the country club adjacent guys yeah. and I remember telling Jake, I was like, I don't really speak Spanish like I used to, but I speak it better than you do. So I'll come down and translate for you guys. And he's like, done. He's like, just come with us. We're accustomed to adding a on the end of everything. So we've got the whole feminine part of the Spanish <laughs> yeah. language. Yeah, I do have that in. figured out. Yeah, that's fantastic. It'll, it'll work next time you're playing with Canelo, and I can done. just throw some Spanish in there. Yeah. He was actually at the Super Bowl thing with Top Golf, but I had to come home early, and um, it would have been cool to meet him because he's like. He's very he's, little. He's really good at golf. He's good, and he's, he's li- it's surprising how little some of those guys are. But he's newer to golf. He's not like he's yeah, – he got a late start. He got a really late start, and yeah. he's become really good at it. And, it's, and that's cool to see, too. Like, I didn't really grow up playing golf. Sure. Like, I would go – my dad would, like, let me hit on, like, the seventh and eighth hole. He'd be like, okay, go and hit a ball. And so we just kind of would go hockey, and play. I, yeah, I played hockey, and so it, and that translates pretty well. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really get into golf until my 20s. That's probably a good thing because with your personality, you get that all in. 
So yeah, and and even the last blessing. the last like three years, it's it's been like a lot of golf, <laughs> way way more golf than I thought I would ever play. Yeah. Um, but now golf's like the cool thing. I don't know what yeah. it was like when you were growing up, Not but it was this. probably like the nerdy kids. It's like, oh, you, yeah. you're a golfer. This is pre Tiger, so I mean, Tiger obviously changed everything. Yeah, you he know, did. when I started playing, uh, my maths right, early '90s. Um, yeah, everything changed when Tiger started playing. Yeah, he was like '97, around '96, '97. Was that around the time that it just kind of transformed? It was, it, yeah, I mean, you could just see the courses were getting more popular. People were playing, um, kind of similar to the COVID boom. You know, well, I, even seeing the Riviera, like he, seeing him oh. play at Riviera and the Tiger effect where it's just like it's not, crazy amounts of people. He's not even in contention to win, no. and he's got like a huge following of people that are just like they want to see the magic happen again. Well, he's 47. He's been through anything yeah. and everything. And to come back and, and to have not competed for as long as he has, you make the cut hit some shots that were world-class you know yeah. I caught a little bit of it and he's the man I mean he's the yeah. reason why all you know, he's he's the reason why golf is what it is now yeah when people talk about like the big purses and stuff mm -hmm. a lot of that the people will say oh because of live now the purses are bigger but it's because of tiger it's that's the tiger effect as well yeah because because of him that's kind of why these golfers make as much as they do, which is a crazy amount of money. It can be, yeah. I mean, the, like the John Rahm's almost made like ten million dollars this year, and we're in, yeah. we're not even in, and we're not even in March yet. Now you see that with the with the one percenters, you know. But hopefully, with some of the stuff that Liv's doing, it it makes it to where the non one percenters. I'm not going to say that Troy merits of the world because Troy doesn't give himself enough credit. I'm talking about the guys that are really scraping to get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Troy's won twice. He's been out there for a dozen years. He's had some, some struggles. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about the guys that are really trying to come up or those journeymen, right? You know, dare I say, even a, a guy that winds up on, on corn Ferry yeah. for a handful of years, they, they presumably could still make it. And hopefully it has a, has a big effect because I enjoy watching LPGA as much as any. Really? They're so talented. I They're, haven't watched any LPGA. Oh my God. Well, you got a Canadian too. I need to go, I need to go like watch an event. I remember the first. It's unbelievable. First uh, like major that I ever went to. First golf tournament I ever went to was at Pinehurst. Okay. And it was 2014 mm -hmm. and I had a buddy that lived there and he's like, Hey, come down. We'll try and get in. But I didn't have tickets. Sure. We ended up going every day. And it, that's, I mean, that was where I followed Graham Dillette for the first time. So yeah. that was kind of my start into this. And then I ended up making a Lego video of Graham and he retweets it. And then I do a Tiger video the next week. And now we're here. You could have started with someone worse. Graham's about as nice as they get. He is, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, Super good. But he's, he was, the only reason I followed him, I didn't know anything about golf, but I was like, sure. he's Canadian. And he, Golfed at Boise State. Like, yeah. that's my guy. Yeah. And so that was kind of. Who won that week? Keimer? Yeah. Keimer that was the week that Keimer yeah. putted everything. Didn't Ricky Fowler was like. Dustin Johnson was playing really well that yep. week. We followed DJ um, the first two days because my buddy went to like Coastal Carolina and that's where he went. So yep. he, they had some mutual friends. Um, but then, yeah, Keimer just ran away with it. And it was kind of like anticlimactic. Is it climactic or climatic? Either. Anticlimatic. You need to end. If it ends in A, then you're good. I don't know what it is. English is hard. But he ran away with it. Yeah. He, and he never he hit a chip like, shot. No, he was putting everything. Yeah, it was a Have cool you ever played Pinehurst? Unfortunately. They it's have, really, really hard. You played two? Yeah, it's really hard. And they've hard. got those turtleback it's greens. It's really hard. Yeah. You have to putt everything. Yes. Even if you're like way off of the green, you have to putt it because you can't. And you have to hope that it gets enough speed to stay up on top. Um, but those turtleback greens are like nothing I've ever played before. North Carolina golf is just different. It is. I had a uh, Kimberly High School who I work with a fair amount of their their girls and boys. They played in a national high school championship. I'm sure that's not the name of it, but a few of the girls were going. And I said, "What do I need to know?" And I'm like, "There's nothing here that'll prepare you for it. You have to play a completely different style of golf." It was an awesome experience for them, but you can't chip. Unless you're really, yeah. really ridiculously yeah, good at can. chipping or you accidentally do something right. So, but it's fun. I mean, that, that's another thing about golf is 
all the different uh, playing conditions, all the different experiences. You go from California to Florida, like the tour is transitioning into, and it's completely different. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. And to try and explain that to people is it's really it's impossible until you actually go and do it. But. Well, there's a lot of nuance in golf, uh -huh. too, that it, you don't like even with like how you're supposed to act and what you're supposed to do. Like, I still get flack from not wearing shoes on the golf course but that's just i i wore shoes actually we were it was kevin naw we were playing with i had done some lego stuff with him and part of the deal was getting a new set of clubs and going and playing with kevin naw and i'd never played with a pro golfer before but i had like these old dexters from like the 1970s that i found at like a thrift store and wow. so i had put um the soft spikes in them but I like tweaked my knee on one of the shots like halfway through the round and so like my knee was like hurting sure and after that, I just took my shoes off and I was like, I'm not going to. So it's a comfort thing? The shoes? Yeah, now it's, yeah. I first of all, I don't, like, I'm, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, we're playing with Kevin Na. Yeah. And I'll probably never get to play with a pro golfer again. And I'm hobbling around for like nine of the holes. And it's not even as much fun as it was supposed to be. That was kind of what started the playing in flip-flops. I saw John Daly do barefoot and I was like oh I kind of like that vibe and it just feels I don't know it's just certain it's, people get their own set of rules yeah and it's like Tiger's obviously pretty immune to, to right. rules but yeah. you know John I mean, Daly, John Daly is yeah. like on a whole different yeah level. John Daly can do yeah whatever if he go if he shows up to a course and they're like yeah you can't play barefoot he'll be like all right I'm not playing here yeah I don't I don't go home happening with Big John. <laughs> I don't think it is either but yeah. I mean seeing him do it I was yeah. kind of like why not? oh you can do that and we can so, get you some comfortable shoes Nike makes some pretty comfortable shoes Maybe. Maybe. Be at least worth a try. Maybe if you turn me into a pro golfer. I'm only capable of so much. What are you I mean, trying to say? What are you trying is, to say? Are you okay. trying to say I can't become pro? This like, is, is a that a subtle thing. dig at me? Realistic expectations. Because you've seen me play golf? <laughs> I think you're better than you give yourself credit for. I probably am. I really do. You got the slide over the top action, but mm -hmm. the ball's going to cut 99% of the time. You and I've, I've, actually, I've actually kind of worked that out. But it comes back. It's hard. Yeah, it comes yeah. back. We actually, you and I were playing. <clears throat> we played together at Canyon Springs, and we there's a giant rock formation that's, like, right in the middle of the number 10 hole. And so we went up on top of that rock. We climbed up it, and we were hitting balls off of the rock. And we actually came pretty close a couple of times. You, yeah. I think that I got fortunate maybe once. But the problem that I have with that is how comfortable you were <laughs> up on top of this gigantic rock because there's no footing. So I was scared. I still have nightmares about it. It was scary. Like there was a couple of times where I was like, I might fall backwards. But you never it's even. It's like a 30 foot drop. At all made it seem like you, you felt like, I felt like you were in your element. Like I, I was. kind of think you've done it before maybe. No, but no, I, okay. I need to do it more. <laughs> Next Solo time mission. I go out there. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was genuinely scared. And you got up there and just started whacking it, and it, was, it looked normal. And a few of the shots were unbelievable. I mean, it was high-quality golf. Well, I was I impressed. We're going to get a hole in one off of that rock at some point. If that was the Even though first it's a par one, four. We, yeah. we can, yeah, we, we'll open. shorten it. Okay. We'll have, it will make it a par three off the rock. I'm going to need intense counseling if we're going to do it again i need to go see a professional you need to, go to therapy. prepare myself because it's it we'll, was it was a thing we'll get you there yeah we'll get you there. how close have you been on the hole in one challenge um like really close yeah it was uh the closest i ever came was uh, eagle hills okay the n number eight yep I hit, I hit it past the hole and spun it back which i don't usually do i don't put a lot of spin on the ball it spins back and then is, and I had two camera angles on it too. Nice. And it just stopped right before it went in. It was literally like probably one or two inches away. So what happens when you, you're going to make one? Yeah, I don't know. I, I've always thought that if I, if I make one near a body of water that I'll jump in the water. Yeah. I'll probably, I mean, I probably shouldn't strip down naked to do it, but I might. Depends, depends on how fancy the course is. Well, I think the fancier the course would be, the more revealing you'd get. Like if, if it's I do super it, fancy, I, if I, I do it in Twin that. Falls, maybe I'll like run down to the river and jump in there. Wow, you guys have body. You have, five has water on it. Five, eight. Yeah, I came. Back, I came pretty close on five. I believe so. I wasn't yeah. there for it. I saw the content after. Yeah, and I remember. I think it was actually your son who told me. Yeah, that you hit a five. Good shot. Five was close. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
should I figure You'll out? You'll still play though. It's not like you're gonna shut it down after you make the hole in one. No, I'll no. I'm still playing. You're still in. Yeah, I, it's yeah. It's not one of those things where it's like, all right, once I make this, I'm done with golf. Okay. I'll never be done with golf. Okay. Like I, it's probably one of my favorite sports right now. Hockey and golf are the two things that I love doing the most. You still play hockey? Yeah, I, I play a little bit. I don't play as much. I play a lot more golf now. But I do play hockey. We need to get you out on. Have you ever played hockey? I've skated. I have pretty decent balance. I can't skate backwards. Forwards, I'm okay. I think if we put, like, hockey equipment on you, that's what I do with my kids, where yeah. I just put them in full gear, so if they fall down, it's not going to hurt. I can't wear your kids' gear. I know. You can wear <laughs> we, we can, we can get <laughs> need some pretty big gear, but I'm, I'm okay with that. No, we can get you some gear. Um, and, uh, we, yeah, we need to get you. Even if it's just, like, after hours where we just go skate down at Idaho Central Arena. Um, we could do that because I think I think you'd actually like playing hockey. This would be the year, too. I mean, this is the best team the Steelheads have had possibly yeah. ever. Yeah. If we So if we make it to the finals, you when? Gotta, you gotta when you make it to the when finals. When we make it to the finals, when we win the whole thing, we'll just manifest and it And what's right the – it's the – The Kelly Cup. The Kelly Cup. Yeah. So when we win that, you need I'm to come there. up for it. I'm in. And you can drink from the Kelly Cup. I'm in. And then we can go skate around and hoist it. So how do, I'm not supposed to ask you questions. This is your deal. But no, you can ask me questions. How do you get involved with that? I mean, obviously, the, the natural connections is, is... With the Steelheads? Yeah. So when I moved to Boise, this is my 20th season with them. So 20 years ago, I moved here. That was the first place that I went and talked to because I was like... Because I had a job lined up with the Calgary Flames, but oh, cool. for whatever reason, we decided to move to Boise. That's why you're boys with Graham. Graham's we, a Flames guy. Yeah, well, I wasn't a Flames fan, though. Oh. I'm an Oilers fan. But I, my dad insured, like, Lanny McDonald, and he was an insurance agent, and so he had, like, some Kelly Kissio guys like that. Mm -hmm. So he, t he called in a favor, and I was going to, like, do, like, ticket sales or something for the Flames. Um, but we decided to move to Boise instead. And so that was the first place that I went and talked to. And I remember I talked to Ben Cottier, and he was like, I don't really have any jobs right now, but Bonnie has some internships. And I was like, well, I already graduated. But So I talked to her. She was a fellow Canadian as well. And so she talked me into being an intern there. And so I've been like a 20-year intern. But now I do like <laughs> color commentating. I, I do a lot of stuff for the yeah. Steelheads. I drive the Zamboni. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of morphed into it started out as an intern, and I just say that I'm the longest intern that they've ever had, but I'm, I'm not – none of it has ever been an internship. Like, it's never been for credit or anything, but I just – it's kind of the ongoing joke. But that's how I got into it. Is that, do that you was, pay them or do they pay you? They pay me to drive the Zamboni. Okay. That's about it. That's good. I've just volunteered for 20 years. And, I mean, they take really good care of me and feed me and clothe me and – I appreciate. I, I could this, probably wear, I, like, I could probably sleep at the arena if I wanted yeah. to, like, do do a little tent setup underneath the bleachers. Yeah, I bet you they would be fine with that. If I ever become homeless, yeah, no, like, I, I wore I, this. Yeah. I wore this for you. I was nervous to do this, and then when we were down in the parking lot, and I saw you were rocking VGK, then were I you was, really nervous? No. Good. I th I didn't. <laughs> I, I was like, I hope you weren't nervous. No, I. That's one of the things that uh, that golf's probably introduced me into more than anything is hockey. Yeah. Which is hockey guys love golf. And when I was down in the desert, I'd go and watch uh, watch Phoenix play. You know, yeah. They were, well, they were Phoenix Coyotes back then. Now they're inclusive of the entire state, the Arizona Coyotes. But uh, that's probably one of the coolest things that's happened through golf is – and now I'm, I'm diehard Vegas. I get, I get upset when they lose. Yeah, I really like the Golden Knights. It's a problem. Um, you should have come – I wish you would have come. You were supposed to come for the – Preseason game. But I've got my puck now. Oh, yeah. You do have your puck. And that was against – that would have been full circle because they, yeah, they the played two teams. the Coyotes. Yeah. So that was like my start and then my uh, my current situation with hockey. And so that, that would have been – but every time we get something to where it's it's a maybe, I have like a flight in the next day or yeah. I'm getting back. So know, you're so busy. when I do my schedule, I'm going to be more sincere and more uh, considerate of the things that you have – plan for us more intentional we'll yeah say. yeah I, I'm not skipping them because I want to no I know I I mean one of these days we'll figure it out yes and uh we today today we're gonna go play top golf that's huge I don't want to be the guy that shows up to a steelheads game when they're winning like 90 percent of their games and then have them 
have a slip up? Because then no, it's go. it's it's not that superstitious. They're, like for hockey you, players have superstitions, me. but nobody would be like, oh, it's because Zach showed up and <clears throat> that's why we didn't. They win. wouldn't. I would. Oh, you would think it yes. in your mind. You'd be yes. like, that's my fault. Yes, I it, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know any of those guys. I'd love to meet them. I'm sure they're great guys. Yeah, they're and awesome. they're playing high high level hockey. You would actually like a lot of them. I'll bring some. I've of them been out. to a game. So I'll bring them out. This year, I'll bring them out to the golf course. I'd love it. I'll bring. I'll see if the coach wants to come. I'm sure. I'm sure, our, both our head coach and our assistant coach. They both love to play golf. Um, Register plays golf. I think hockey a, players are the most genuine athletes. Like different, genuine, maybe not the right term, but low key, just even keel. You would hockey love hockey guys are just yeah, different. You'd, you'd love Jade Miller. You'd love Matt Register. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, I mean, there's a ton of good guys on this team. I, I really do think they have a chance to win the whole thing. So, we'll see. And then from here, they'd go. What's the so, next step up? So the next step up is the AHL, AHL. which is the okay. uh, Texas Stars. Yep. So that's in Austin. Yep. And then the next step up from there is the NHL. Yeah. And Dallas is good this year too. So Re- good Remy Poirier, our our starting goalie, okay. is now up in Austin. And they're still playing up there. They're still crushing it. Yeah. So he hopefully will get him back for the playoffs. Yeah. Because he is he's just been on a Stumble. tear lately, and he's probably the next up and comer for the Dallas Stars goalie. They they kind of groom the goalies yeah. in the minor leagues so that they get more playing time, yep. and then that gets them ready for when they're playing in the like Vegas is taking guys the the guy who was putting cheese on the nachos because I think they've been down like five <laughs> goalies this year so I've, I've paid more attention to goalies this year than ever before not because you know I really wanted to I think those guys have to be nuts now to just get a puck fired at you time and time again you have to you now have to that you mentioned nacho cheese now I'm hungry yeah should we go play let's do it should we go play we're gonna go play a top golf 100 percent um but I appreciate it. Is there anything you want to plug? Man, uh, your stuff, really. I mean, Don't plug my no, stuff. I, I'm, people already know about me. They do. I, I hope more people get to know you and get to, to see you outside of the studio. Um, I think the stuff that you're doing for golf I don't need any more friends, Zach, okay? <laughs> no, I, and I'm, not, I'm saying this, this genuinely is, is that I go back and, and I catch myself watching the Lego videos all the time. Yeah, naturally, I mean, I can say, hey, Canyon Springs Juniors, we're getting ready to launch our stuff. Um, the foundation, our events in in August, uh, the twelfth, I believe. So yeah, that's I mean, when that, the, that's, that's when the next tournament yeah, is. Yeah, I've already I, I put it on your schedule for you. We I've should do we should do like an influencer tournament out there where we bring all the fancy influencer people out and do something for the foundation as well. If we have the lady who stocks the snacks here get involved so that it'll be... I'll talk We to have her. a pretty good snack set up in our facility. My mom takes care of that, and it, it literally looks you like do. Costco. In you there. actually do. Yeah. No, we had... Uh, it's a thing. I, I think I have a video of me going up and stealing the snacks from, from the children. Yeah. I didn't steal them, but... You just borrowing I mean, them. I just helped myself. Yeah. And took some that were probably meant for the kids and not for me, but... I'm just a big kid. No, no, but seriously though, uh, the stuff that you do, there's a lot of people. Let's be honest. I mean, the the guys that you hang out with, the influencers, but anybody that can that can help the game of golf and bring golfers to people like myself that primarily teaches and coaches people and and gets to do it for a living, which is slightly ridiculous, but um, it's fantastic. You know, like I said, none of that stuff was around when I was a kid. Top golf. I mean, how. I know we just I walked in. I, I was just in the in the lobby in the the opening area, and I'm going, "This is nuts." And I've been to other Top Golf's, but I'm so glad we have one here. now. They're fantastic. It's 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 unbelievable. And you know, if you need something to do, now it's hard to get in. I mean, you got the Boise one. Yeah, it's you got to plan ahead. Yeah, you got to be intentional in your planning. Sure, I'm not <laughs> good at planning. I'm not a super organized. Oh, I'll get so. you in. No, I appreciate you setting <laughs> us up ever, today. Yeah. If you ever want to go, I can call a couple <laughs> favors in yeah, and uh, I need pull some strings. Yeah, but that's fantastic. And I mean, it, it brings people to the game of golf that might not have ever thought about trying it. Yeah. And then the next step is presumably they want to potentially play. You know, who knows? But even if you create one golfer out of it, that that's huge for me and, and my business and everything that we've got going forward. But well, it's it, just awesome. Yeah, and it brings people together like we talked about. Like, it's, it brings people together that wouldn't technically be golfers. They wouldn't be considered golfers. But, yeah. like, my kids love it. I've never like, had a light-up mug. Yeah, I mean, this is next level. Shout-out to Top Golf. 
they're our future sponsor. <laughs> I'm, I'm not supposed to shout out all these places that aren't like there's no free ad reads, yeah. but I still do free ad reads because I love Top Golf so much and they've done so much for me. I have no problem shouting them out, and one day they probably will be the title sponsor, and they'll be we'll put them on this golf ball. That'd be awesome. It'll just be like it'll just say Top Golf. Well, and the perfect because now this is this my area. fancy new studio. Yeah, but how good's Bjorn? I mean, for this area and just somebody who wasn't homegrown here yeah, to he's then awesome. come in and to do the things and to be as giving as he is. And Their whole, I mean, yeah, top, top down, that organization has just been nothing but phenomenal in yeah. my mind. So, um, But, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to go play some top golf, and uh, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, if you're ever out here and you want to hop on the podcast, you let me know. There's always a seat for you, even no, if we have, se- even if we do a three man, <laughs> and you bring your mom on. I don't care. <laughs> that, that, that'd bring be your wild. Ca- bring your caddy. Well, yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll wait when uh, when Troy gets number three. I'll I'll make sure that I'll what get, get something three signed. And what? The third win. Oh, I think it's coming. So when he gets the third win, then I'm gonna make him come on the podcast. He, Troy's welcome on the podcast anytime <laughs> too. I don't know Troy like you know Troy, so he's I he's invited. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one inviting him. If oh, he, that's cool. If got, you I've ever... Im- invited. Troy's kind of shy, though. Like, I've no. only met him once. He's no. not? No. Troy's reserved, but no. Not his, I, I can't, like, knowing his dad, yeah. I can't see that guy being a shy kid, but he... He's, he's reserved, and he's very he's very mindful. Yeah. Um, but one of the just best genuine humans... A lot of people that are in my circle are just super genuine people, and, and, and I'm fortunate to have yeah. that. But, yeah, reserve for sure, but not shy. Really? No. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll find out if, he, if, <laughs> if, if we're playing a top golf with yeah, him. Yeah, sure. I'll see how shy he is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him to loosen up a little bit. But that's it. That's oh, it man, for the, I don't know how to do a sign-off We got to cheers this. like the mugs. Oh, yeah. yeah good. I like that. That might be my one contribution to the show moving forward. I hope that we I'm, can keep I'm just going to do it every going. time. I love it. Every time I'm in the fancy studio, we're cheersing. I love that. Appreciate Salud you, man. Yeah, in I Spanish. <laughs> Here we go. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks for watching. If you guys stayed this long, then congratulations. <laughs> we kind of got carried away, and I don't even know how long we went for it. But um, that's Zach. Man, a.k.a. A- Z, a.k.a. Prickly <laughs> Pear. Follow him on wherever. Do, what do you, do you want to no, promote my, any social? My social media is private. I know. You don't, you don't like put yourself out there. Foundation. We have, a, we have a social media page, MV Junior Golf Foundation. If you want to play in that tournament, it, yeah. you will not be disappointed. Even if you fly in from fancy California, yeah. wherever you come in from, yeah, we need to put a tournament together, though. Yeah, like 100%. A, another tournament. Yeah, 100%. I'm in. Sometime this summer. Yeah, I'm in. I'll make a couple phone calls. Yeah, you get the people. I'll get a venue. We're, we're good to go. No, we're doing it at your venue. At my venue? That's, well, that's even easier. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, say, well, yeah, we're not doing it somewhere. We're not doing right. it off-site. No, I appreciate that. Well, it's hard to get to. I mean, for some of these, these people that you know, it's hard to get in. We'll put them in like a giant, like, Airbnb. Done. And then, the, and then whoever else wants to come play, Done. they can come play. Easy. I'll make some phone calls. I like it. We'll make it happen. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for watching. <laughs> that's, the, that's the fourth I don't, wrap up. Yeah, I have no idea how to sign this off, so we'll just... Another one? Can we'll we just stop. We'll do another. <laughs> another cheers. When you think you're fancy but you're not, go and listen to Flop Shot.